Hello, welcome back to the Wire Podcast. I am your host, Ryan McCrary, and this week I have spent a ton of time creating these two statistical databases for the NFL. I'm going to be talking about one of them today, and then what I'm going to go over in today's episode is a historical database, which includes player seasons for each each position that go back to at least 1960, um, so we have a ton of seasons that go back before the merger e- ever happened. Um, so this not only includes NFL seasons, but seasons before um, the NFL and the AFL merged together in 1970. Um, this is a great database. I'm really excited about this to release this. I don't know if I'm going to release this publicly on Twitter. I might put this up on my website behind the paywall um, because I did spend a lot of time on this and I I think this w- it would be nice to make um, a few dollars off of this. But I have other databases as well that I would put behind that paywall that, that you would be able to access if I do go down that route. But yeah, I want to just go through it today, look at the metrics that are included here, maybe talk about some stats, talk about some things that I think are interesting in here. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Let's go ahead and get into it by breaking down the quarterbacks. So we have um, we have quarterback seasons that go back to, let me actually look and see where the earliest um, season is for quarterbacks. It should be 1960, I believe. Um, and yes, so the quarterbacks, it includes quarterbacks. Um, going back to 19, or quarterback seasons going back to 1960. Um, it includes all quarterbacks who had, who played at least 10 games and had at least 10 pass attempts per game. Um, and the game requirement is the same for all positions. Um, so you had to play at least, uh, 10 games to be included in this database. Um, and the reason I chose that is just to exclude seasons where guys suffered a lot of injuries, didn't play a lot. So that's why um, that's why I made the, the game requirement 10 games. But included uh, for the quarterbacks, we have uh, per game stats like yards per game, pass attempts per game, touchdowns per game, interceptions per game, along with some advanced stats like touchdown rate, interception rate, passer rating, adjusted net yards per attempt, sack rate. Um, we have a ton of stats here. We also have approximate value per game. And approximate value is a stat created by Pro Football Reference, which is basically um, – Put gives a single number to each season in NFL history, or to each each player's season um, in NFL history, and it just basically it's a more advanced measurement of like starts or games started, and like all pros made, Pro Bowls made, like stuff like that. It's like a more advanced version of that, um, and we have that for every season, um, every player season in NFL history. And so that's included, approximate value per game. Um, let's look at some of these advanced stats and see who leads in these. Let's take a look at um, passer rating. Um, and let's see who have who has the best passer rating se- or best seasons by passer rating um, in NFL history. So the top two belong to Aaron Rodgers. Number one is Aaron Rodgers' 2011 season. Number two is Aaron Rodgers' 2020 season. Um, Aaron, in 2011, Aaron Rodgers had a passer rating of 122.5, and in 2020, he had a passer rating of 121.5. Um, at number three, we have Peyton Manning from 2004. 
at four, we have Nick Foles from 2013. Um, that season, he didn't attempt a ton of passes, only averaged around 24 attempts per game, which is on the low side. That's below average. Um, but he was super efficient that year, like incredibly efficient um, on a per attempt basis. And number five, we have Ryan Tannehill, another guy who didn't attempt a ton of passes. And this was his 2019 season. Number six, we got Tom Brady um, in his 2000, 2007 season. Number seven, we got Matt Ryan, 2016. And then number eight, we got Drew Brees, 2019. And number nine, we got Drew Brees in 2018. And then to round out the top ten, we have Peyton Manning from 2013. Now, um, and then at number 11, we got uh, these are two, two big names in the league today that I want to mention. We got Patrick Mahomes in 2018 at number 11 and Lamar Jackson in 2019 at 12. Now let's look at adjusted net yards per attempt. Um, and we can just look at the top 10 here. At number one, we have Peyton Manning's 2004 season with a mark of 9.78. That's incredible. We got four, there were four, uh, uh, QB seasons with an adjusted net yards per attempt of at least nine. And like I mentioned earlier, this includes all quarterbacks in NFL history um, who have who have played at least 10 games in a season and averaged at least 10 attempts, pass attempts per game that year. Um, so like I said, number one in, in, adjusted, in adjusted net yards per attempt is Peyton Manning's 2004 season. Number two, we got Aaron Rodgers' 2011 season. Number three, Nick Foles' 2013 season. Number four, Matt Ryan's 2016 season. Number five, we have Dan Marino's 1984 season. Number six, Aaron Rodgers' 2020 season. Number seven, Patrick Mahomes' 2018 season. That's the year he won MVP. Number eight, Tom Brady's 2007 season. Number nine, Peyton Manning's 2013 season. And number 10, Tom Brady's 2016 season. Uh, one name I want to mention here for adjusted net yards per attempt. At number 12, we have Randall Cunningham. Um, and this is his 1998 season. Interesting to see him up there. Um, thought I would mention him. And now we're going to look at approximate value per game. Um, this is heavily influenced by uh, rushing. So... Um, yeah, like I have a database that I'm going to talk about on a podcast um, sometime this week, um, and that that uh, database ha- includes advanced stats, um, which um, goes back to two thousand the 2019 season. That's when advanced stats uh, for each position were um, started being tracked, um, and in that database. Uh, the leaders in approximate value per game are all guys who were who are elite rushers and very good dual threat quarterbacks. So at number one in approximate value per game, we got Lamar Jackson's 2019 season. Number two, we have Aaron Rodgers' 2011 season. Number three, we got Burt Jones' 1976 season. Number four, George Blanda's 1961 season. Number five, Tom Brady's 2007 season. Number six, Norm Van, Norm Van Brocklin's 1960 season. Number seven, Patrick Mahomes' 2018 season. Number eight, Aaron Rodgers' 2014 season. And then I'm going to go a little bit outside the top ten here. But at number nine, we got Steve Young's 1994 season. Number ten, we got Steve Young's 1992 season. And at number 11, we have Steve Young's 1993 season. So Steve Young um, has... Three seasons in the top 15, two in the top 10, um, one at number 11 here. So 
this according to this stat, Steve Young had an insane peak in the 1990s. Now let's move on to the running backs. And um, this database for the running backs includes rushing and receiving data. Um, and I will say something that I want to mention that I want to talk about is that um, prior to like the 1990s, data the data we have is pretty limited. Um, I'm trying to remember like there um, up until like the 1990s, like we didn't have like target data. Um, like we, we like our data up to like 30 like just 30 years ago was so incredibly limited. Um, like for example, Lawrence Taylor, we we have like no data on him at all. All we have for him are sacks, um, like fumble or forced fumbles, fumble recoveries. We don't even have tackle data for him. Like we can't even tell how many tackles he had. Um, uh, per uh, any season that he played, um, we do have sacks, we do have interceptions, uh, fumbles recovered. I think forced fumbles, and then we have approximate value. But the data, um, from before thirty years ago, from like prior to the nineteen nineties, is incredibly limited. Um, but the data we have now is is pretty good. Like how far we've come since then. Um, is incredible, and I think the data we have now is really, really strong um, for the NFL. Uh, as a basketball fan, I'm really appreciative of, of the data we have for the NBA. We have tons of stats and data uh, for basketball. Like, it's incredible how much data we have and how, and how far how far back that data is available. Um, and that's just, not, it's not the same with the NFL. So that's something that I wanted to mention. Um, so not every uh, running back has uh, targets recorded, um, but a lot do. I will say, I, I do want to look at rushing yards per game. Look at the leaders here. So the leaders in rushing yards per game, number one, we got O.J. Simpson's 1973 season, and number two, we got Jim Brown's 1963 season. Number three, Walter Payton's 1977 season. Number four, Eric Dickerson's 1984 season. Number five, Adrian Peterson's 2012 season. Number six, O.J. Simpson's 1975 season. Number seven, Jamal Lewis's 2003 season. And number eight, Earl Campbell's 1980 season. Number nine, Barry Sanders' 1997 season. And number 10, Derrick Henry's 2020 season. Um, let's also look at receiving yards per game. Let's see, here we go. So, uh, the leaders for receiving yards per game by running backs. At number one, we got Marshall Falk in 1999. Number two, Roger Craig, 1985. Number three, Christian McCaffrey, 2019. Number four, Herschel Walker, 1987. Number five, Marshall Falk again in 2000. Number six, Charlie Garner, 2002. Uh, number seven, Charlie Taylor, 1964. Number eight, Marshall Falk, 1998. Number nine, David Johnson, 2016. And number 10, Marshall Falk again, 2001. Let's look at approximate value per game for running backs. Um, so at number one, we got O.J. Simpson in 1975. Number two, Jim Brown, 1960. Number three, Larry Brown, 1972. Number four, Priest Holmes, 2002. Number five, Liddell Mitchell, 1976. Number six, Jim Brown, 1964. Number seven, Ladanian Tomlinson, 2006. 
Number 8, Lawrence McCutcheon, 1973. Number 9, Marshall Falk in 2000. And number 10, Marshall Falk in 2001. Let me look and see what the, um, the, uh, the requirements for attempts per game um, is, is 10. That's right. Uh, so I only included guys who average at least 10 rush attempts uh, per game. And, got, and everyone, like I said earlier, everyone in this database played at least 10 games uh, per season. So, uh, yeah, that's it for running backs. Now let's move on to receivers. I will say for running backs, uh, we have some other advanced stats include uh, like yards per attempt, touchdown rate, rushing touchdown rate, um, yards per reception, uh, receiving touchdown rate, and catch rate and yards per target. Now let's move on to receivers. And let's look at receiving yards per game for the receivers. Um, at number one, we have Charlie Hennigan in 1961. Number two, Calvin Johnson, 2012. Number three, Josh Gordon, 2013. Number four, Julio Jones, 2015. Number five, Jerry Rice, 1995. Number 6, Antonio Brown, 2015. Number 7, Cooper Cup, 2021. Number 8, Lance Allworth, 1965. Number 9, Isaac Bruce, 1995. And number 10, Charlie Hennigan, once again in 1964. Um, let's also look at uh, approximate value per game for the receivers. At number 1, we have Charlie Hennigan in 1961. Number two, Otis Taylor, 1966. I will say, approximate value per game is dominated by guys who played prior to the merger. Uh, so, just letting you know that. And number three, we got Paul Warfield, 1971. Number four, Raymond Barry, 1960. Number five, Lance Allworth, 1966. Number six, Don Maynard, 1968. Number seven, Jerry Rice, 1994. Number eight, Homer Jones, 1967. Number 9, Roger Carr, 1976. And number 10, Harold Jackson in 1973. If you include only uh, guys that played um, after the merger, Jerry Rice dominates the list. Like, Jerry Rice is up there at number 13 uh, with his 1993 season and at 14 with his 1987 season. He, his approximate value data is crazy. Like, it's insane. He had so many high-level seasons. That's why Jerry Rice is considered by many to be the greatest receiver in NFL history. Like, he was insane. Now let's move on to tight ends. And this will uh, close out our offensive positions. Let me get a drink real quick. Alright. Now let's look at receiving yards per game for tight ends. At number one, we have Travis Kelsey in 2020. Number two, Jackie Smith, 1967. Number three, George Kittle, 2018. Number four, Pete uh, Resloff, 1965. Number five, Travis Kelsey, 2018. Number six, Rob Gronkowski, 2011. Number seven, Jimmy Graham, 2011. Number eight, Kellen Winslow, 1980. Number nine, Mark Andrews, 2021. And number 10, Tony Gonzalez, 2004. So that, those were the leaders in receiving yards per game for the tight ends. Uh, now let's look at approximate value per game. So at number one, we got Pete Retzloff, 1965. Jackie Smith, 1967. Number three, Rob Gronkowski, 2017. 
Number four, Mike Ditka, 1961. Number five, Aaron Thomas, 1967. Number six, Jackie Smith, 1968. Number seven, Bob Tucker, 1972. Number eight, Travis Kelsey, 2018. Number nine, Rob Gronkowski, 2011. And number 10, Antonio Gates, 2009. Um, one thing I also forgot to mention is that uh, this database includes age um, for each season. So it includes uh, how old the players were during each season. And for tight ends, we got pretty much the same advanced stats you have for all, uh, all, all the advanced receiving stats for each position. Um, like you have uh, yards for reception, a receiving touchdown rate, catch rate, and yards per target. Um, and I, I don't think I mentioned it in the, in the receiver section, but those kinds of stats are included there as well. Now let's go to the defensive side of the ball, starting out with defensive ends and outside linebackers. Um, and for this, uh, I just selected defensive ends and outside linebackers on uh, Pro Football Reference. Got all the data here. So I think there are some guys here who are who are included, who may not fit in the mold of like an edge rusher, uh, but they were included um, in this position by the data query I selected or I used on ProFootballReference.com. So if any names pop up that sound weird or sound like they don't fit this mold, um, just know that's why. For this, we have a bunch of per-game stats, really. That's all it is, along with approximate value per game. Like, we have uh, sacks per game, solo tackles per game, combined tackles per game, tackles for loss per game, QB hits per game, interceptions per game, and passes defended per game, per game um, along with approximate value per game. Uh, let's look at QB hits per game. Um, and this is, you know, this, this stat is really, really good. Um, it's not, not as good as pressures. Um, but it, it's about as good, uh, the best, you know, stat we have outside of advanced stats, um, that kind of measures what, um, pressures measures. I think QB hits is way, is a, is a way better stat than sacks per game. Like the top, the top guys in sa sacks per game, some of them are actually like really good players, uh, but QB hits is just a better stat overall. In my opinion, I think it's more stable. Um, I will say that QB hits is only measured back, I think it, it started being tracked in like 2006, so we don't have a ton of data, we don't have data for any of the guys that played prior prior to 2000, I know that for sure, so that stinks, but um, some of the names that are at the top of the QB hits per game leaderboard uh, for defensive ends and outside linebackers are really good. Um, and the top six is dominated by the Watt brothers. And number one, we got J.J. Watt in 2014. Number two, we got J.J. Watt in 2015. And number three, we got J.J. Watt in 2013. Then at number four, we have T.J. Watt in 2020. Number five, we uh, go back to J.J. Watt in 2012. And at number six, we have T.J. Watt in 2021. Then at number 7, we have Shaquille Barrett, 2019. Number 8, Zedaria Smith, 2019. Number 9, T.J. Watt in 2019. And number 10, Joey Bosa in 2020. So a lot of Watt guys here. We have uh, T.J. Watt and uh, J.J. Watt taking up a lot of space here in the top 10, uh, which is funny to see. Let's look at, uh, look at sacks per game while we're at it. 
At number one, we got Reggie White in 1987. Number two, Deacon Jones in 1968. Number three, Deacon Jones in 1964. Number four, Deacon Jones in 1967. Number five, Coy Bacon in 1976. Number six, TJ Watt in 2021. Number seven, Jim Cat Cabbage, 1963. Number A, Al Baker, 1978. Number nine, Harvey Martin, 1977. And number 10, Michael Strahan in 2001. Now let's look at, um, I guess we can look at pass, pass defender per game. Um, this is a decent stat. Um, and here are the guys who are not just strong pass rushers. Um, some of them are, but not all of them are. Um, and here, at, in, let's get through the top 10 and passes defending per game. At number one, we got Takeo Spikes in 2004. Number two, Derek Brooks, 1999. Number three, J.J. Watt, 2012. Number four, Carlos Dunlap, 2016. Number five, DeAndre Levy, 2013. Number six, Will Witherspoon, 2005. Number seven, Jameer Miller, 2001. Number eight, Kaleen Wong, 2004. Number nine, Will Witherspoon again in 2004. And number number 10, Tommy Polly in 2003. I don't know when passive defending began, uh, started being tracked. That might have been 1987. Let me look. Being starting the NFL, let's see. Uh, no, it, that's since 1999. Uh, so, my apologies, not since uh, 1987, since 1999. Now let's look at approximate value per game uh, for the uh, defensive ends and outside linebackers. At number one, we got Carl Eller in 1969. Number two, Ted Hendricks in 1971. Number three, Derek Brooks, 2002. Number four, J.J. Watt, 2004. Or, sorry, 2014. Number 5, Pat Swilling, 1991. Number 6, Lawrence Taylor, 1985. Number 7, Wilmer Marshall, 1986. Number 8, Willie Davis, 1962. Number 9, Carl Eller, 1970. And number 10, Doug Atkins, 1963. When I sorted uh, by approximate value per game, I'm seeing a lot of zeros here. And that's because, like I mentioned earlier, the data prior to the 90s was extremely limited. So, like, Lawrence Taylor, guys like Lawrence Taylor, Carl Eller, and Ted Hendricks, they don't have much, they don't have any kind of data available other than sacks per game, interceptions per game, and approximate value per game. Um, so, um, that's just something that's really interesting and, and kind of sad. Um, and it really makes me appreciative of how much data we have available today. Now let's look at interior defensive linemen. And these are all defensive tackles. Uh, let's start by looking at QB hits per game. And all the data that was included in the defensive ends and the outside linebackers is included here uh, in the interior defensive linemen section. So, leaders in QB hits per game from uh, the interior defensive linemen. Number one, Aaron Donald, 2018. Number two, Aaron Donald, 2015. Number three, Fletcher Cox, 2018. Number four, the Dominican Sioux, 2012. Number five, Aaron Donald, 2016. Number six, Leonard Williams, 2020. Number seven, Chris Jones, 2020. Number eight, Jonathan Allen, 2021. Number nine, Aaron Donald, 2020. And number 10, DeForest Buckner, 2020. Now let's look at sacks per game. 
At number one, uh, we have Alan Page, 1976. Number two, Aaron Donald, uh, 2018. Number three, Cleveland Elam, 1977. Number four, Jethro Pugh, 1968. Number five, Keith Millard, 1989. Number, er, number six, Jethro Pugh again, 1971. Number seven, Tom Sestak, 1964. Number eight, Gary Johnson, 1980. Number nine, Jethro Pugh again, 1969. And number 10, Bob Lilly, 1966. So a lot, of ga- a lot of guys that played in the 70s and the 60s are at the top of the sacks per game. Uh, now let's look at, appro- look at approximate value per game. At number one, we have Alan Page, 1970. Number two, Alan Page, 1969. Number three, Aaron Donald, 2020. Number four, Alan Page, 1971. Number five, Michael Carter, 1987. Number six, Warren Sapp, 2002. Number seven, Joe Green. That's me, Mean Joe Green, uh, 1972. Number eight, Henry Jordan, 1962. Number 9, Dan Hampton, 1984. And number 10, Alex Carras, 1960. So that rounds out the interior defensive linemen. Now let's look at inside linebackers. Um, and some of these guys, I th- I'm pretty sure some of the guys included in here are more pass rushers. Um, but they were included in this group due um, to the data query I used. So just warning you um, of that. Let's look at, and for this, we have solo tackles per game, combined tackles per game, tackles for loss per game, QB hits per game, interceptions per game, and passes defended per game, along with approximate value per game. Let's look at QB hits per game. These are, uh, these are going to be guys uh, who are more pass rushers. And so at number one, we got Vaughn Miller, 2011. Number two, Vaughn Miller, 2012. Number three, Shane Ray, 2016. Number four, Clay Matthews, 2015. Number five, Bobby Wagner, 2016. Number six, Devin White, 2020. Number seven, Devin White, 2021. Number eight, Lawrence Timmons, 2012. Number nine, Darrell Washington, 2013. And number 10, Vic Beasley, 2016. Now let's look at, let's look at solo tackles per game. Because a lot of the guys at the top of this list are actually really, really good players. At number one, we got Ray Lewis, 1997. Number two, Patrick Willis, 2007. Number three, Paul Pauzluni. Um, Paul Pauzluni, is that how you say it? Um, I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'll just say Paul P, 2013, uh, Jaguars linebacker. Number four, Ray Lewis, 1999. Number five, Jonathan Vilma, 2005. Number six, D'Amico Ryans, 2006. Number seven, Keith Brooking, 2003. Number eight, Chris Spielman, 1994. Number nine, Zach Thomas, 2005. Number 10, Ray Lewis, 2003. So, those are the top 10 guys in solo tackles per game. Now let's look at passes defended per game. At number one, we got Carlos Dansby in 2013. At number two, we got Daryl Smith, 2013. Number three, Derek Johnson, 2010. Number four, Rolando McLean, 2011. Number five, Patrick Willis, 2011. Number six, Ryan Shazier, 2017. Number seven, Daryl Washington, 2013. Number eight, Ray Lewis, 2003. 
Number 9, Donnie Edwards, 2004. And number 10, London Fletcher, 2006. Now let's look at approximate value per game. At number 1, we have Ray Lewis, 2000. Number 2, Jack Lambert, 1976. Number 3, Mike Singletary, 1986. Number 4, Carl Mecklenburg, 1989. Number 5, Brian Erlacher, 2001. Number 6, Bill George, 1963. Number 7, Randy Gretishar, 1977. Number 8, Ray Lewis, in 2008. Number 9, Ray Lewis, in 1999. And number 10, Patrick Willis, in 2009. Now let's look at cornerbacks. Um, and we're gonna look for this. We're gonna look at uh, we're gonna look at we'll look at QB hits per game, passes defended per game, and approximate value per game. We'll look at interception per game too, because why not? So um, QB hits per game. This is gonna be a lot of guys who were bl- who blitzed a lot um, throughout their career. At number one, we got Logan Ryan in 2019. Number two, Charles Woodson 2010. Number three, Rondé Barber, 2008. Number four, Logan Ryan, 2018. Number five, Josh Wilson, 2009. Number six, Will Allen, 2008. Number seven, Rondé Barber, 2010. Number eight, Nate Clements, 2011. Number nine, Marlon Humphrey, 2020. And number 10, Chris Harris Jr., 2012. Now let's look at interceptions per game. At number one, we have, and this is gonna be this is gonna be a lot of older players. At number one, we have Emmett Thomas, number t- in nineteen seventy four. Number two, Lester Hayes, nineteen eighty. Number three, Bobby Bryant, ni- nineteen sixty nine. Number four, Mel Blunt, nineteen seventy five. Number five, Barry Wilburn, nineteen eighty seven. Number six, Willie Williams, nineteen sixty eight. Number seven, Miller Farr, nineteen sixty seven. Number 8, Monty Jackson, 1976. Number 9, Lynn Barney, 1967. And number 10, Pat Fisher, 1964. Now let's look at passes to per game. Going to go into more of the modern era here with these names. Number 1, Darrell Revis in 2009. Number 2, Troy Vincent, 2001. Number 3, Sheldon Brown, 2005. Number 4, Champ Bailey, 2005. Number 5, Marcus Peters, 2015. Number 6, Darius Slay, 2017. Number 7, Asante Samuel, 2008. Number 8, Delta O'Neill, 2001. Number 9, Donnie Abraham, 1999. And number 10, Dominique Rogers Cromartie, 2009. Now let's look at approximate value per game. Um, like once again, we're going to go back and see a lot of older guys here. Number one, Alim Barney, 1969. Number two, Roland Lawrence, 1977. Number three, Deion Sanders, 1998. Number four, Herb Adderley, 1962. Number five, Bobby Boyd, 1968. Number six, Samari Roll, 2000. Number seven, Willie Brown, 1973. Number eight, Barry Wilburn, 1987. Number nine, Hanford Dixon, 1987. And number 10, Darrell Rivas in 2009. Now, let's finish off the podcast by talking about safeties. Um, and for this, we're going to look at... We'll look at QB hits per game. Um, we'll look at interception per game. And passes defended per game. And, and obviously, approximate value per game. Let's look at QB hits per game. These will be guys that were used more as blitzers um, and guys who were just 
uh, a little bit more. A lot of these guys were playing closer to the box. They were playing in the box a little bit more and were used as pass rushers. And number one, we got Jamal Adams in 2020. Number two, Jamal Adams 2019. Number three, Roman Harper 2011. Number four, Roman Harper 2010. Number five, Malcolm, Jen- Malcolm Jenkins 2019. Number six, Sean Williams in 2016. Number seven, Corey Graham 2015. Number eight, Jamal Adams 2018. Number nine, Adrian Wilson 2006. And number 10, Entrell Roll, 2010. Now let's look at interceptions per game. At number one, we got Paul Krause, 1964. Number two, Fred Glick, 1963. Number three, Dana Denard Paulson, 1964. Number four, Jerry Norton, 1960. Number five, Dave Baker, 1960. Number six, Ed Reed, 2010. Number seven, Bill Bradley, 1971. Number 8, Ron Hall, 1964. Number 9, Goose Gonsolin, 1960. And number 10, Lee Riley, 1962. Now let's look at passes defended per game. At number 1, we have Ed Reed in 2010. Number 2, Brian Dawkins in 1999. Number 3, Brian Dawkins in 2005. Number 4, Tyron Matthew in 2015. Number 5, Darren Sharper in 2005. Number 6, Tony Parrish, 2003. Number 7, Rod Woodson, 1999. Number 8, Darren Sharper, 2001. Number 9, Brian Dawkins, in 2001. And number 10, Darren Sharper, 2009. Now let's look at approximate value per game. Uh, At number 1, we got Jerry Norton, 1960. Number 2, Dick Anderson, 1973. Number 3, Yale Larry, 1962. Number 4, Ronnie Lott, 1989. Number 5, Paul Krause, 1969. Number 6, Ronnie Lott, 1987. Number 7, Paul Krause, 1975. Number 8, Rosie Taylor, 1963. Number 9, Dick Anderson, 1972. And number 10, Ronnie Lott, 1990. Ronnie Lott also was at number 11 uh, for his 1986 season. And that's it. That's all the positions, um, all the stats that I think are extremely important that I wanted to go over. One thing that I... Um, that I learned that I noticed uh, by putting this all together is that stats like QB hits and passes defended are way better than you than stats like sacks per game and interceptions per game because stats like like sacks per game and interceptions per game are so they are they they can go up and down they can fluctuate a lot season per, season by season um and they they matter or they uh depend so much on how much the offense is passing as well as what your team's scheme is i mean if your team um if your team's scheme is not aggressive then you're not going to be able to put up a lot of interceptions a lot of um, and a lot of sacks, um, and, and I think, uh, QB hits and passes defended are heavily dependent on scheme as well, but I think what makes them a lot better than sacks and interceptions is that they're more stable on a year-by-year basis, so that's one thing that I learned by doing this, and that, that's something that I wanted to bring up before I close out this episode, but yeah, that's all I have for y'all today, I hope y'all enjoyed this, 
Um, if you want to see more content from me, you can check out my website at thewiresports.com. You can check out this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you would leave me a five-star review, I would greatly appreciate that. You can also see stuff from me on my YouTube page at The Wire um, and my TikTok, the.wire.sports. Um, and then, do I have anything else? If you want to hit me up on social media, you can hit me up on Twitter. Uh, at, on Twitter and Instagram at the Ryan McCreary. That's the R Y A N M C C R A R Y. That's all I have for y'all today. I hope you all enjoyed it, and I will see y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>